Okay. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Nobody Puts Podcast in the Corner. Um, we need to get a little bit of theme tune music there. Great. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I had to. At least you're trying. At, At least you're trying. trying. That was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, if you are joining us. Um, my name is Ross. I am the host. The host. The host. I've always wanted to be. The host is actually a very crap film. Um, <laughs> it is. It's actually well, a crap film. Well, it's a good thing we're talking about films then. Um, and joining me today are two friends and film enthusiasts. Uh, we have Andrew. Hello. And Martin. Hi there. Hello. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Um, thanks for having us, yeah. It's all right, anytime. We currently, uh, all three of us, are sat around a table and we have a beverage of choice. Um, lads, what are you drinking? I am currently on the whiskey. Uh, I've mixed in with a bit of lemonade in that as well. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, rum with also Ooh. a bit of lemonade. Ooh, good old lemonade. And here I am with um, a bottle of Hop House lager and also a Carlsberg. Um, I'm not sure how this happened, but I'm not <laughs> complaining. So <laughs> alcohol's alcohol. Alcohol's alcohol, and it's Friday after all. Indeed. Of course. Um, okay, so for those of you that aren't already aware, um, we are going to be doing this podcast every week. Um, I will be the consistent theme, I guess you could say, because I'm I'm the geek, the host, as you said earlier, the host, the yeah, host. but also the one that has too much to say about films and nowhere to put it. So that's yeah. why I kind of thought I'd do this. Um, but obviously I, I don't think this will be the last time Martin and Andrew join. No, um, uh, at least I hope not anyway. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Um, so yeah, um, the, the, the idea of this podcast is to discuss all things films. We might throw in a little bit of TV from time to time, but I think we have enough films to tackle. Um, and you know, we have a lot of opinions on films and generally speaking, especially from my social group over the years uh whenever you're out having a few drinks or you've got a few people around or whatnot um the, the, the general topic that seems to get brought up at least 500 times in one evening is a film of some description or you know that latest release in the cinema or whatever's on netflix or disney plus or at the minute nothing um you know so we're going to cover as many themes and subjects as possible over the coming weeks and months um, as I say, the idea is for this to be released every week, hopefully every Friday evening. Um, so yeah, you know, bear with us. Yeah, I think we're all new to this, but um, yep. you know, we'll see. That's why we've got the alcohol. Uh, <laughs> calm the nerves. So a bit of Dutch courage never hurt nobody. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> so the title of this week's episode is "The Good, the Bad, and the Damn Right Awful," and essentially, this applies to three particular types of films. We have got. The awful films, the, the films that you just don't like. Um, now, they could be films that everybody universally agrees that, that, that are pretty crap, or they could be films that you're pretty much on your own about. You've got the films that you didn't like the first time you watched them, but then went back and actually found something about them that you, you quite liked or maybe even loved. And then finally, going kind of back to the awful films, Films that you love that others don't. Mm -hmm. um, and I always find that one to be the most fun topic of discussion. Very controversial. Very, yeah, it's definitely, Very as far as if controversial could be a thing in film discussion, then that is the controversial subject. Um, 
unless you're discussing like Harvey Weinstein or something like that. Oh, <laughs> then, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be we're going to be not discussing Harvey Weinstein, no, God um, no. and we're going to be instead discussing those three subjects. So obviously, um, Andrew's had a little bit of prep with uh, a few films to think of. Yeah. Martin literally had ten minutes notice. Yep. So he's just going to go with the flow. That's oh, what I do best. It's it's what I do it's best. Fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> So what I'd like to begin with is um, let's just let's just throw right in the deep end uh, mm. to our listeners and piss them off massively and start talking about just films that we consider to be awful. Okay. Um, so uh, Martin, we'll go over to you. All talk right, talk yeah. to us about a film that you think is just just outright awful. Okay. Uh, it is called Ninja's Creed. Already wow. off to a bad start with I'm, that kind of a title. I'm I'm gonna say, I'm, I want to know. I'm curious. Okay. Oh, no. So here's the thing. I watched this probably. Probably 10 years ago or so, um, I was a bit more impressionable back then and thought, you know what? That sounds cool. I'll read you the quick little blurb that it's got here. Uh, the movie features a female assassin. Already sounds quite cool. Yeah. Uh, who is summoned to kill the last heir of the Himalayan kingdom. Again. Yeah, the Himalayans had a kingdom. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, with a royal guard protecting the young princess, will the evil be able to overpower the good? Sounded pretty cool to 15-year-old me. Um, I'll give you its IMDb rating of 2.9 wow. uh, that's got to be in the like IMDb lowest top, low, like, lowest, yeah, top, like lowest 50 or whatever easily um, its budget was about $350,000 and it definitely showed in just how atrocious everything about it was was it um, foreign language film? No, oh. uh, I believe it was uh, English. I believe it was English language. Oh. It's been a while, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, the plot was messy. Nothing was consistent. They had a twist ending that literally made no sense. Uh, just don't watch it, is my, my recommendation here. Just I was going to say, we got off to such a good start. I know, the, 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 yeah. the name and the... Um... What the, was it? The, the, the plot hook. That's I know, right? I was on board. I was ready to go. Vaguely, vaguely on the on the note of the subject that obviously we're going to be going on to in a bit. Do you ever find that the films that people tell you are crap, you actually really end up enjoying? Well, here's the thing as well. It does say Google users sixty two percent liked this film. Okay, well that's pretty in, good. Per, like, in terms of the Google search. Me, so yeah, yeah. If I if I go on to IMDb and the general rating is six point five or above, usually it's Usually, yeah, a consistent and worth watching film. And I have to say, especially on IMDb, the films that are like under five as a rule, I probably wouldn't enjoy all that much. So, this is 2.9, yeah. So, I probably (laughs) wouldn't enjoy this, but there have been many occasions where someone said, Oh, there's that new film that's come out, and I think it's I think it's awful, and I've gone, Okay. And I've watched it, and I've gone. I loved it. Yeah. Isn't there a thing with the Rotten Tomatoes where tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes potatoes, potatoes, whatever? <laughs> Are you boiling them, sticking them in the stew, mashing them? them? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't there a thing with the Rotten Tomatoes? There you go. Thank you. That where um, if the critics rate it low, the audience loves it. But if the audience rate it, it low, the, the critics, critics like it. That kind of uh, thing. Well, there is the infamous tale of uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which was the second, I believe, highest rated Star Wars film. It is the second highest rated Star Wars film on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. Yeah, is that, that that's critics rating clearly? Critics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Critics rating, yeah. Just say, um, and the audience is like lowest, second lowest, maybe yeah. or the lowest. Actually, I think it might be the lowest. Yeah, it's, it's either that or probably Attack of the Clones that's lowest. No. Oh no, oh, no, really? no, 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 no
No, maybe. Also, no. Oh. Attack of the Clones was, um, I believe, it's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. I, saw a, I saw when Rise of Skywalker came out, there was yeah, loads yeah. of like, um, outlets on social media sharing the graph. And I believe the only two actual critic Rotten films out of Star Wars mm -hmm. is Phantom Menace and um, The Last Jedi. Oh. No. That's a lie. Not Last Jedi. Not Last Jedi. Because that's rated fresh. That's rated fresh. Yeah. Um, the critic, sorry, is Phantom Menace and... Oh, God. Revenge? Return? New Hope? No. No, it wouldn't be any of the originals. Oh, God. Maybe try as a Skywalker. Or Rogue One? No, Rogue One was really well regarded. Uh, solo, then. I wasn't expecting us to go on to the subject of Star Wars. <laughs> I've done my homework. Well... Um, but I know, I know for a fact that, obviously, from, a, from an audience point of view... Um, Especially over recently, the prequels have started to do really well. Yeah, I think there's been this new regard for them, but we'll save that for the Star Wars episode. We will. We can be here. We will. Oh, we can be here. For yeah. um, I would like to just take this moment to talk about one of the top films on my list. Um, it's called The Weatherman. It stars Nicolas Cage, okay. and there's a few other people in there as well. You have people of the lives of Hope Davis, Nicholas Holt, and Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And Dad and I went to go watch this in the cinema. To cut a long story short, we ended up walking out of the cinema halfway through the movie. Oh, wow. It was dire. But the one thing, and I've read so many things, I've heard so much things about this movie, that the trailer, whoever put the trailer together was a genius because they put together an amazing trailer that made everyone want to go see it. And then when people went to go see it, it was like, what? What is this what, shit? What are we watching? What is what this? We... Yeah. And honestly, it was, I, I don't even know if dad and I made it 20 minutes. And I wow. sort of turned to him and I was like, this is shit. And he was like, yo, what the fuck are we watching? I was like, should we just, should we, should we just go? And so we bowed out and we, wow. and we, and we left. And, and I don't think it. I've ever walked out of a cinema. I'm no, it's film. the that's only time. I was time. literally just thinking, I'm trying to think, I, is there I don't time think I've ever I done that. Out and I, don't think I have. I've gotten very close to. I've kind of like taken a breather in the yeah. sense of I think like when I went to see Casino Royale for the like third time. <laughs> I think like midway through I went. I'm going to go and get some popcorn and take my time eating it. Um, but otherwise, no. I don't think I've ever actually walked out. Um, no, I don't think I have because I, I know what the worst film I've ever seen in the cinema is, and I didn't walk out for it. So I would be oh, very wow. surprised. But you know, we can go yeah. into that in a bit. That I is actually on my list. Uh, uh, no, it's not on my list actually. But I, you know I, what? I it's, know. So, it's so it's. I'm going to add it now. It's so poor that I don't even want to talk about it. Wow. <laughs> but no, um, I'm really interested now. Oh, I don't okay. know about you, Andrew. Oh, we, we, we're, we're, on. we're on the subject of awful films. Well, yeah. Awful films. So okay, so awful films. Um, this particular one, and this is actually, I do believe, is in the IMDb worst fifty films of all time, and it is called Son of the Mask, and it is a sequel. Oh, yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> Jim Carrey and the Mask, yeah, um, and I which remember, is rather good. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, like that, that, and um, I made this joke to someone the other day. That and Mrs. Doubtfire are two of my favourite childhood films, weirdly, but. The thing that they both have in common is there it's a man wearing a mask. Yeah. So it doesn't say a lot about me. Um, <laughs> but um yeah, I I loved the original. I thought it was just fun. I, I like fun films. You don't people take films too seriously these days. And so when you actually come across a film that's actually just just fun, what was it? We watched something the other night and my my 
Oh, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus oh, yeah. the world. Scott, oh, Scott Pilgrim yes. versus the world. My only, the only way, like, <clears> it's, a, it's a phenomenal film. Yeah. But the, if anyone said to me, sum it up, I'd just go, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun it's ride fun. from start to finish. Yeah. And I haven't come across many people that disagree with that statement. Yeah. No. So it is a thoroughly enjoyable film. One to go along with that theme of fun, yeah. uh, I would personally put down Sonic the Hedgehog in that category. Oh, I'm yet to see it. I'm yet to see it. still not seen it. Would, would recommend I will give it a go at some point. It got Jim Carrey in it, isn't it? So it does. I will give it a go. Um, but no, yeah. So some of the masks just absolutely die. I shouldn't <laughs> have made. Not sure what they were on. Um, it was just pathetic. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was just a pathetic piece of shit. Um, anyway, um, so no, I'm I'm going to throw in a controversial one now. I've got three films listed for my awful films. Mm, yeah. Two of them, I know. To anyone listening to this, I apologise in advance because I know that I'm going to rub a few. Upset some people? You rub a few? Where am I going with that? Rub a few people up the wrong way. That's That's it. That's it. That's it. Quick save. Quick save. One of those times you shoot something to No, uh, I'm definitely going to frustrate a few people with these. But, uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give both of them together. Just get it over and done with. Because otherwise I feel like I'm doing a Lord of the Rings Return of the King just never ending. (laughs) Um, So, number one is the Shawshank Redemption. I disagree so much. Good. I haven't fully watched it, so I can't say anything. So for me, do you know what I think half the problem is with me is that right? I'm so I'm a I'm what I'm 29 years old now, and I have been a film geek since before I can remember. Yeah, like I was I was watching films some of my earliest memories. But for some reason, I never got around to watching Shawshank Redemption um, through my teenage years, and obviously not the kind of film you watch when you're like six. Um, and then by the time I actually started really taking my film watching very seriously and studying films, all I ever heard was Shawshank is the best film ever. Best right. film ever. Best film okay. ever. It was the IMDb. It still is. It still the IMDb is. best film of all time. Yeah. Oh, really? when, I, when I talk to so many people and they go, and I say to them, what's your favourite film? And I either get one or two responses usually, which is, oh, God, I can't give you one, or Shawshank Redemption. And I'm just like, yeah. really? Why, though? Can Why? I just, can I just break that trend right now and say Jurassic Park? Oh, well, no, that's fine. <laughs> that, that's, that's, you know, that's um, that's acceptable, of course. But, um, I mean, obviously, anything is acceptable. But, like, what I mean is, is that I just kind of almost got so sick of hearing the Shawshank Redemption that... I just thought, you know what, I'll watch it one day, but there are yeah. other films I'd rather watch first. Yeah. Anyway, I finally got around to watching it only either last year or the year before. And don't get me wrong, it's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. For those listening, I am not saying that The Shawshank Redemption is a bad film. It is not. It's just a bit like, you know what, if I was to think of a food that kind of summed it up, it would be like a wet salad. Um, it just, okay. for me, doesn't do anything. Yeah. And maybe that's because I've had so many people <clears throat> hype it up to me. Oh, yeah, okay. That that I expected it yeah. to be the best thing mm. ever. And when I finally watched it, I'm like, it's a dude who gets put in prison and then breaks out of prison in the most bizarre way. Like, I still don't get how he put the poster back on. Oh, that's, day. no, I was going to touch upon that one. That is one of those things where you have to... With something like that, imagination, and, imagination. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, what are we a SpongeBob ep- episode now? Yeah, you it's, have to. It, yeah, it's one of those things where I just kind of was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll let that one go." Yeah. Um, but but it, like like I say, it's not a bad film. I just now when people talk about the Shawshank Redemption, I go, "Yeah, oh, really? Can we talk about anything else apart from that?" 
I just, you know, and even now I talk to people and they'll go, oh yeah, Shawshank Redemption, best film ever. Really? Mm. I've watched a lot of films. I know, I like, you know, I obviously it always comes down to opinion, but that's the whole yeah. point of this podcast. Of course. Um, it's like, out of all the films out there, why is it that the Shawshank always rates the highest? Is it because it's a redemption story? You know, I love a good revenge film. Yeah. This isn't a revenge film. This is a redemption film, you know? And maybe that's why people don't get many redemption films. I also don't particularly rate Tim Robbins. Uh, Morgan Freeman, obviously, is brilliant in it. And I did find the thing with Brooks quite yeah. sad. Yeah. Sorry, Martin. I know you've only partially watched it. Um, don't get me wrong. It had its good elements. But even the final shot of the film, I thought was cheesy shit. When they just walk, walk like yeah. me on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then you oh, yeah, it. yeah, that, that sounds cheesy as fuck. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I will give the film, um, and this is me just a wholehearted compliment, is my favourite film composer of all time is Thomas Newman. Of course. And Thomas Newman does the score for it. Mm-hmm. And it is a beautiful score. But I thought that before I watched the film. Mm. So it has no, no, no bearing no on your opinion on me yeah. whatsoever. Like I already thought it was a beautiful piece of music. So, or sorry, soundtrack. So I still think that. My opinion of the film doesn't change that. So my introduction to the film was, I think it was on one of the ITVs or one of the BBCs. More than likely. And I turned it on at almost the very start of the movie. You see him in the car, the rain's coming down. um, And I'm like, oh, what's this? Um, This is way before Sky or anything like that, when you can actually just click a button to have it come up on the the display. This is Shawshank Redemption. I had to go to the uh, TV, the Radio Times, flick through the page and go, Uh, oh, it's Shawshank Redemption. The old Radio Times. The old TV guide they used to keep in there. Yes. Yeah, we even I remember them, and I'm younger than you guys. And so then I would be like, oh, okay, it started at 7.30. It's only been about five minutes or something like that. You know, literally early doors. And I'm like, okay, Shawshank Redemption. Sure. And I, I watched it. So for me, my introduction to that movie was, there is this movie on the TV. I'm going to watch it. I had no one yeah. build up yeah, that no hype. No, yeah. exactly. And so uh, it's got Tim Robbins in it, as you said, who we've seen from the other movies. Um, I couldn't tell you another. Oh, no, he's an Anchorman. He has a cameo yeah. in Anchorman. That's all uh, I honestly, I, I have no idea what else he's so in either. I, I watched him play a decrepit old man with a gammy leg in uh, the Pick a Destiny uh, Tenacious D movie. Oh, that's, he's in that. That's Tim Robbins. Uh, that's Tim okay, Robbins. okay. And I was like, Fair oh my God, it's the same guy. And then Morgan Freeman. We know Morgan oh, Freeman from yeah. everything. And then I was like, oh, I, I like this. Yes, the thing with books got me. I was like, oh, I'm so sad. And then when it comes to the end, again, I was younger. I had no preconceptions of this. I didn't read the book. And I was just like, okay. And yeah, it's cheesy. It's yeah. cheesy. It's like, hey, mate, how's it going? Maybe that's its charm. But... Perhaps. There's a light-hearted feel about that last moment. I know Family Guy did a spoof. Mm-hmm. They did that spoof of, where is he? Is he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I um I just think it's one of those, I think it's one of those things. It's um bit of a Marmite film, maybe. Yeah, it was I don't know, like 1994. I've not come across anybody else that doesn't rate it. Oh really? Like, doesn't, as in doesn't rate it like oh, the okay. same way I do, sorry. Okay. Um I just I I, I think yeah, like you, you how many times do you get a film like oh my god, it's amazing, like you know, you watch it and you go, Oh, really? What's your definition of amazing? Mm. And the problem is like when you grow up hearing nothing but that, 
Like in the end, I just, I mean, but you know, it's it's, it's doomed. It's doomed to fail at that point, yeah, really, well, isn't it? Yeah, like you know, when you compare what my favourite film is, obviously, yeah. uh, in comparison to which <laughs> is a subject we'll go on to another we'll day. Um, but yeah, so you said you had another one. I do. Let's let's do the other one really quickly. So the other one, and again, sorry to all the people that this is going to really piss off, um, but. I, I actually do despise this film. Whereas with Shawshank, I consider it to be, like, it, it personally grates me. Mm. This film, I think, is just fucking awful. And actually, for me, one of the worst films of all time. And that's E.T. Okay. Okay, right. So, I've, I think I've only watched it fully once, and that was a very, very long-ass time ago. So, I... Can't really comment on this one, so I'll let... I, you, you seem a bit wound up by this, Andrew, no, so I'll let you comment. Like, okay, right, I'll tell you why I'm wound up. I'm wound up by everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll tell you why I'm, why, why I'm wound up. Loads of Ws in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's not because of the movie as such, because actually, if I think about it, I could take it or leave it. I think it's because it's John Williams' score, and I love the John Williams' E.T. score. For me, it's beautiful. Yes, I love it. The 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 movie I could take it or leave it, but the score is just beautiful. So that's why I screwed up my face and I got a bit all because of the music, not because of the movie. I've seen the movie like three times. Don't get me wrong, John Williams can do no wrong, in my opinion. I'm sure Mm -hmm. most people's opinions have actually appreciated film scores. He can, yeah, the man's a genius. Mm -hmm. But again, out of all of them, like whenever, if E.T. comes on, if I'm listening to film stuff on Spotify and E.T. comes on, I'll skip it. Oh, Because I I actually have, I think about it and I get wound up. That's how much I dislike the film. This is one of those (laughs) rare occasions where the music actually makes me go, no, I want to listen to something else. Sorry. Everything yeah. about it. <laughs> the crescendo it. and everything for me is just perfect. The way it, there's that little break and then it, and I'm just like, yes, give me all of this now. Uh, but the movie, honestly, I've seen it like three times. I want to get Martin's take on this. Okay, but really yeah. quickly, what I will just say is that I just, to people are sat there going, why is it, the, why do you hate it so much? What is your issue with E.T.? <laughs> yeah, um, it's point. cheesy. Um, it's, it's, it's got kids in it. Um, obviously not a massive fan of kids, uh, especially in films. Um, isn't it, who, is it Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore, young Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore and, um, but yeah, no, like, I mean, what's she gone on to do? I'm joking. That's really <laughs> That's the record I quite like Drew Barrymore. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I, it just, it's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I can say. It's just shit. It just doesn't. It doesn't make me feel magical. The only thing I, I actually, the only thing I've always loved that it did is the um, the reference it gave to Star Wars. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where he, he sees Yoda, doesn't he? Yoda yeah. as a Halloween think, costume. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, and he's like, oh, he clearly recognizes him. And obviously, I, if that was planned, then that was a nice little ode to George Lucas, Steven Spielberg's relation, uh, friendship. But relationship. then uh, doesn't Phantom Menace reference E.T. E- e- yeah, it's got E.T. It's in the yeah, they're in Menace, the yeah. they're in the and that's uh, the because of E.T. E.T. Yeah. It, it's so not backwards. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a suggestion. That I read something somewhere that E.T. is uh, a Jedi or a Force sensitive being. Force sensitive being. Right, maybe. Right. Cool. It That's could work. Yeah. It's just 
it's what was it 80 an 80s film oh i just film? had it up it's sorry cheesy, uh, like yeah cla 80s classic crap. 80s um 1982 yeah, yeah. Uh, okay whereas obviously you know i mean like i have to just sorry slight tangent here I'm not a massive fan of Steven Spielberg, and people oh. are shocked when they hear that. But it's not—it's you know what—it's nothing personal to Spielberg. It's just the fact that everything he makes, I generally don't like. Sorry, Andrew. As you know, I really don't like the Indiana Jones films, um, which I know we will probably tap into at some point. Yeah, it's on my list. But like, I don't like the Indiana Jones films apart from the Last Crusade. That's only because Sean Connery was in it. Um, he did Jaws, didn't he? Jaws was yeah, Jaws, Jaws was alright, I guess. No, yeah. no, no. Steven Spielberg's for me. Favorite best film he's done, other than Schindler's List, because that was just phenomenal. Um, was Catch Me If You Can. Ah, uh, but yes. do you know why? Okay. I think it's because it was different to everything he's does. His for me, mm. the two best films he's done, they're they're not sci-fi related in any way That's whatsoever. True, yeah. And you, you know, like he's done so many sci-fi films that all have that kind of. I don't know. Well, not not even just sci-fi. Like I suppose franchisey sci-fi. Like I, for me, like. Indiana Jones, E.T. Did you do Close Encounters of Third Kind? Close Encounters yeah. of Third Kind. Like, yeah. they, they all they all come under the same thing. And they I just do. kind of just get a bit bored. Every time like um every time something to do with Steven Spielberg pops up now, I just switch off. Oh really? Yeah, yeah okay. I, I feel really bad because he's a cracking film director and I admire yeah. him a lot, but as it's just his films just don't really sit well with me unless oh, they're right. different to the norm as such. Mm. Um but yeah. So in that case, what's your take on Jurassic Park then? Well, this is the thing is, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, as you mentioned, it's your favourite. It, it film. is my favourite. Yeah. Um, honestly, it sits in the middle for me. Okay. I think I think it's um, it's good fun. Mm. Um, it's not a film I directly feel the need to watch any particular time. Mm. If it's on TV, depending on my mood, I may watch it. I may not. Mm -hmm. I actually prefer the newer ones. So Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Okay. Fallen Kingdom. And we again going off on a tangent here, but sorry. Uh, Fallen Kingdom is actually my favourite Jurassic Park film, Interesting. which a lot of people would disagree with. In fact, I do believe Fallen Kingdom is the maybe other than three, or if not, maybe even more so than three, the lowest rated of the of the film so far. Oh, um, hmm. I don't. That know. surprises me. Actually. Yeah, no, honestly, like it was really, really like when it came out, it, it was panned for the critics, oh. um, and hmm. I loved it because it, it had. It, I suppose it had heart, I guess. Yeah. And there was that, that scene with the dinosaur. Oh, don't, 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 don't. As it's calling out to me. <laughs> it actually broke me. It, really it broke is. me as well. CGI dinosaurs crying out loud. I don't care. Yeah. It's <laughs> real in my eyes. I'm sat in the cinema, I can't deal with it. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Jurassic Park itself, mm. fair play. Um, but I actually prefer the Lost World. I, I I understand. I can know, understand and Spielberg that. also did that, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, so um, I actually I have to say I really rate the Lost World. I think yeah. it's a really good film, and I think the reason being simply is because it's Jeff Goldblum galore, and also because they took T Rex to the city. Yes, um, yeah. And I just found yes. that a bit more interesting than being yeah. on an island. Follow the screams. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I did like. That. So yeah, no, um, like that. For, for, for for that, yeah, no, I have no issue with Jurassic Park. Um, it's like it's. it's for most part, a really good franchise. Yeah. Um, I just think I prefer the newer ones because they've not got that Spielbergness about them. I, I I understand that. I get, I, it, like, I get it. But I appreciate what he created yeah. in the film. Obviously, mm -hmm. I know he didn't create Jurassic Park, but right. he created something quite special yeah. with the films. Um, but for another topic of another topic, when, when we go on to favorite franchises, yes, and, and uh, like bring bring to... me along because I'll I'll have a couple of nice little points to bring along for Jurassic really quickly, Park. What was your thoughts on ET? 
E.T., uh, honestly, it's been so long since I watched it. I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Okay. Um, personally, yeah, I don't don't really remember a lot. Cool, fair enough. Okay, that's, that settles that yeah. one. I just want to bring it back on track. <laughs> Keeping with Spielberg, but going back to movies that we were, I would say, for this one that I'm about to mention, a little bit disappointed with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I agree with you there. I was going to say, I agree with yeah. you there as well. Because I mean... the, uh, my take on it was the first or the uh, two-thirds of the movie is beautiful. It's Indiana Jones. He's deducting. He's finding out. He's doing his thing. It's beautiful. He has that one line where some guy comes out of a hole and he shoots it and then Shia LaBeouf looks up and goes, you're a teacher? And he just goes, part time. And it's just beautiful. (laughs) But that last third of the movie, honestly, falls off a cliff. It just dies a death. It ruins the whole thing because of how they kind of slap it together. Yeah, I also think Spielberg took a, a bit too much of a leaf out of George <clears throat> Lucas's book and you overused the CGI in it as well. Oh, like it was yes. just very CGI. Oh, there's a, there's a couple of bits of CGI that are very shit. Yeah, in all honesty, well, there's most of it. I thought. I mean, there was a scene. I think there was a scene where they were being chased through a jungle or something. Yeah. Oh, when... doesn't one of them like thingy through a branch oh, or something? Just, just like clips crap. through it. Just <laughs> so uh, on that note of CG, actually, um, my dad had this major issue. Um, he'll be grateful that I'm mentioning this. Mm. Um, so they go to the warehouse where everything is stored, as we know from the first movie. Um, and you see uh, Kate Blanchett and she's talking. And in the background, there is a uh, a car and the desert that's the outside. All of that is CG. And Dad, as we left the cinema, Dad was going, what was the point of that? Surely you can get one of those cars <laughs> and get a desert. <laughs> and just, that, that, that did, yeah, that yeah. did not need CGI yeah. in. But yeah. you can see it, it's got that CGI fuzz to it. It's got that polished. Told you, spend too much time with George Lucas. Yeah. You know, like, because, I mean, what was that, 2010? Um, that was only a few years after the 2008. Prequels. 2008. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. So that was literally like three years after Revenge of the Sith, which, in my opinion, is the most CGI heavy film of all yes, time. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, no. I I I think what made me laugh about Kingdom of Crystal Skull was that Steven Spielberg sat there and went, you know what? Let's take a collection of really good top quality actors and make them pretend they're in a pantomime. Because Kate yeah. Blanchett, I mean, I adore that one. Beautiful. Yeah. And she yes. was. Awful in that film. She was. She was awful. Ray Winston, although people don't necessarily consider him a fantastic actor, I generally think he's pretty good fun to watch. He was... Even he was like, I don't know what he was on in that. He was his mate who... Um, no, yeah. no, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, didn't he do Punisher? Was he a Punisher at one point? I've never seen it. I think. I think he was in one of them. It might, it might take me far too long to find out. Um, he was in Departed. Yeah. Uh, he was okay. good in that. But so, you're yeah. right. You had people of the likes of John Hurt. Oh, yeah, John Hurt. And of John yeah, Hurt. John Hurt was, John Hurt was just playing like crazy scientist the whole way through. Like, this is the thing. Like, this, Even he overdid it. It was great <laughs> for the crazy craziness. But then all of a sudden, spoilers, by the way, all of a sudden, right at the end, he like snaps back out of yeah. it and then gives a spiel about all oh, their dimensional beings, yeah. dimensions between space. And it's just like, 
No, I'm done. What, what, what? I, I love the fact they brought Karen Allen in. Yeah, you um, didn't say Karen, didn't I? I almost said Karen. <laughs> I meant to say Karen Allen. Um, as as um, Marion, I was I was so happy for that. Um, but I don't know, and I, I don't really rate Shia LaBeouf. He just screams Does through his want? entire movie, <laughs> and he screamed through this movie, and I was like, Shia, shut the fuck up. This the, this film in general is just very forgettable for yeah. me. I've not. I've only... I I don't remember a thing about it. No, you see, I it's one of those weird ones where I've only seen it once, but I remember it so well. Yeah, because okay. it's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh well, cool. Um, before we move on to the next part, and we want to highlight any more genuinely or like notable mentions of any really awful films. Uh, I got one more that yeah. heavily disappointed Go me, for it. and that's because I loved the first one. And that is Pacific Rim 2. Oh, really? I'm next to the, it. The second one severely disappointed me. I could me. not agree with you more. The first one... It was awful. Fucking, the first one is fucking incredible. It mm, is honestly very, really good. 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 And then the second one, they just go... They went... You know, I, don't, I don't know what they were thinking in that um, story writer session when they cobbled that story together, but my God. Wow. Left a sour taste when I also, after I watched it. I also... Um, yeah, I felt... I felt quite sorry for for because it was the two main guys. It was John Boyega and yeah. Clint Eastwood's son, wasn't it? Uh, Scott Eastwood, yeah, Scott yeah, Eastwood, yeah, that's yeah. It. And like both of them are actually very good actors. They are, yeah, yeah. And like I, I, again, it's the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like they're yeah, they're good they, actors, but they're, they're just, just given shit something mm, yeah. to work with, you know. And and yeah, it, it it sucked a little bit because it had potential based on the first oh, one, and it so had potential much. with the main actors in it, yeah. but it just didn't didn't work with me at all. So yeah, no, I I, I yeah. really did. Anything else, Andrew? Yeah, mine, uh, I'm, I'm going to annoy a few people. And again, I do apologise. Please don't hate me. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Never seen I can think of a couple of people that we know that will be yeah. very angry with yeah. you. Yeah, and I don't care. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, what? What? Oh. Um, I, I just, I, no, I didn't like it. I didn't get on with it. I watched it the once and I was sorely disappointed at the end of it. And I was like, well, that's, Two hours of my life that you're, not, get, you're I, not getting back. I, yeah, could have done something better with. Mm. Honestly, it's just a bit weird. Can't comment. Not seen it. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> I should have seen it. Um, it uh, I've been recommended by many people to to give it a go, but mm. I just never got round to it. And I, I should because I again love Kate Winslet, love Jim Carrey, oh, yeah. and it strikes me as the kind of film that I could be quite interested in. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. maybe now I will definitely have to watch it. <laughs> just, to whether, just to see whether I agree Yeah, or there so. you go. Cool. Any more? No, that's all for me. No, cool. Right, there you go. Um, there are our awful films. Mm-hmm. Um, if you agree or disagree with any of them, um, follow us on Instagram if you are on Instagram at uh, Nobody Puts Podcast in the Corner. And we will put up a highlight uh, post about. Uh, today's podcast and let us know what you think we would love to hear your thoughts uh, just be nice um, <laughs> or don't or do whatever yeah. it's the internet free speech and all that <laughs> <We don't. laughs> um, okay so next moving on we have the rewatch films mm. now I've got, I've got a couple yeah I feel like we could be here forever <clears throat> so let's let's try because we've still got one more subject to tackle yeah. and that's the one I'm looking forward to the most um <laughs> So let's um, let's really quickly go through. I say really quickly, you know what I mean. Just go through a few. So Andrew, you know, throws a few films that, okay. that you didn't enjoy the first time you watched, but upon second or third viewing, you grew to love. 
Yep, I have two. Uh, the first one is Inception. Okay. And the reason behind this is because Dad and I went to go watch three movies on one day. Oh, you back to back. We back to back. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, Toy Story three, Karate Kid the remake. Yeah. Not, yeah. I'm, I was don't, a fan. Don't talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then to finish off, I don't know why we did this. To finish off Inception. Ooh. Yeah. So we left the cinema about. I don't know, 10 o'clock, because we started early doors, because mm. the Toy Story showing, because kids and everything would have been an early show, of course. Yeah. Karate Kid, uh, PG-12 or something like that, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, you're going to get a sort of midday showing. So we left the cinema about 10, 11 o'clock after watching Inception, and I was like, what? <laughs> Just, what? I, I don't know... What's up? What's down? What's left? What's right? Is he alive? Is he dead? Is he in a dream? Is he not in a dream? I don't know. <laughs> and I couldn't process a lot of it. So when people, when, when such as yourself, Ross, was saying, oh, Inception's one of my favourite films, one of my favourite films. Yeah, and I, it really is. And, <laughs> and I'm sat here going, I mean, I don't really write it. I don't really write it. Then I go back and I watch it with a bit more of a cleaner mind a mind that hasn't been bogged down with Karate Kid and Toy Story, <laughs> I then see the beauty and the nuance and the understanding, I think it's the main thing, the understanding behind Inception. Inception, for me, is the top of that list. And Martin, am I right in understanding you've still not seen it? Nope, still not seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's all in hell. There's a few films that we've mentioned so far that I'm yeah. like, oh, I haven't seen that, I haven't I, seen that, I, I haven't seen noticed. that. I yeah, yeah, um, uh, watched your second film, Andrew. My second film is Hancock. Now, dare oh. I say this about a Will okay. Smith movie? I Do know. You like a Will Smith film upon first viewing? Yeah, I know. Ooh, I know. Jesus Who are you and what have you done with Andrew? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me talk you through it. Again, going to the cinema. Dad, Gavin, myself. I feel like I need to get your dad on this show. Yeah, <laughs> mentioned, mentioned so time. much. He's been mentioned more times than any film so far. <laughs> I feel like you know, like yeah, Gary, if you're listening, we're going to get you on the show at some point. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So no, it's all right. So we all go watch this because I, you know, begged them to watch it with me because it's Will Smith, and I was like, I got to watch it, got to watch it, got to do it. It was in the days of shaky cam. So, and also yeah. early days, shaky cam. So, uh, I'm sure it, it came out around the same time as Quantum of Solace, and Quantum of Solace is a shaky cam film. It's a shaky cam film, yeah. Mm. It's it's that, it's that days of, oh, let's be gritty, let's be nuanced, let's be do 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 with the shaky Just, cam. Oh, action, I'm action. A cool, I'm a cool director. Yeah. <laughs> and so, there we are, sat in the cinema watching this, getting ill because it's a lot it's very sloshy and all and i'm just going oh, um, motion sickness oh yeah honestly Ooh, we left the okay. cinema going it was all right but i, just, I, I don't feel great i don't feel, I don't feel. now i've rewatched it on a smaller screen mm. it takes away the the nauseousness if that's even a word and you can then, yeah, you can now see the beauty behind the movie. And I go, ah, you know what? Yeah, that's good, actually. That's good. Um, but the shaky cam on a massive wall-to-wall <clears throat> cinema viewing, it was too much for me and I couldn't do it. And so I had to go in for a second try to okay. to, to like it because mm. uh, it was my lowest rated Will Smith movie. 
because of that. See, I actually consider it one of my favourite Will Smith I'd films. I'd say. I'd really love, love it. The, really love the concept, really love that it's different, and yeah. I actually really enjoy Will Smith in it. And yeah. that has been from the get-go. That being said, I didn't see it in the cinema. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, me neither. You know, maybe this motion and sickness thing you're talking about is, is you oh, know, yeah. kind of affected us all. My 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 rating of the movie now has <laughs> dear, changed. Dear listeners, did you see Hancock in the cinema? <laughs> did you feel like you are in a motion simulator? <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Okay, lovely. Right, okay, Martin. Mm. Films that you uh, enjoyed when you rewatched. Uh, okay, now this is definitely going to upset a few people. Great. Uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, I know. Uh, no, I, no, I can get that. I, can I, I rewatched it, and the first half an hour of that film is pure perfection. Yeah, I agree. The first it's half hour stuff. is insanely yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the soundtrack is good. I love the soundtrack. I love all the character introductions. Every, everything that they try to do with the various characters, yeah, I love. Right. It really worked. Every Everything about it worked, apart from the story towards the end. I mean, as soon as Enchantress and her weird, uh, her weird brother, brother up. he ruined it. I think he's the <laughs> thing that ruined it. If it was just Enchantress, it probably would have been a bit better. Maybe. I don't feel like, I don't feel like this is nothing against Cara Delevingne. Because I've seen her in a few films and she's quite enjoyable yeah. to watch. Mm. Um, I feel like the Enchantress as a villain wasn't strong enough to carry that film. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I feel like it yeah. needed a new layer, and I think they realised it needed a new layer as well. Probably too so late. Added, and it's too the, late in the day. Yeah. Hence the CGI shite brother, um, <clears throat> which made pretty much no sense. Yeah. Um, and and the, when they should have focused on maybe Enchantress and Joker. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. introduced him more heavily, oh, influenced more. Yeah. Just five minutes. Um, to be fair, I, I did like. Um, now I know he was a fully CGI character at, at this point in time, but um, Diablo I was Diablo. amazing. Yeah. I I honestly hope they somehow find a way to bring him back in future because I, I would well, love I to see more of him. I did read a rumor that said that he was coming back in the new one. I don't oh. know whether it's still. I don't know whether it's a thing or not. Okay. But I did read something somewhere when 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 obviously James Gunn took on the Suicide Squad and they started slowly confirming the returning cast. He was mentioned because I remember reading the article going, How's that oh, going to okay. be? Unless it's like a flashback or something. Um, it might not have been true or it might have been changed. I don't know. But yeah, he was an interesting character. He mm. really was. But, yeah. you know, I think there's a, I, I thought all of them were really good. I, th- I thought Killer Croc yeah. was oh, great. Oh, yes. Um, and I'm, he gutted, did it, he... I'm gutted that he's not coming back in the new oh, one. So, disappointing. Um, but... But yeah, you win hey, some, you lose some, you I do. guess. No, um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I would agree with you fully about that, all of that. Yeah. Squad, so yeah, um, I can't think of any others no, right this second off top of my head. And as you, as you said at the start, and you had ten minutes to prep for this. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. no, no, your contributions have been brilliant. Thank you. Um, so I'm just gonna, I've got five here. Oh, damn! I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna list through them. That, that's fine. He's, he's making up for my, my, <laughs> my lack of. I'm, I'm just gonna fly through these. Um, with a real quick explanation. So two of them are actually with the same director and actually, um, dare I say, probably my favourite director. Uh, second, sorry, second, second, sorry, sorry, second favourite. However, there is actually one in here that is by my favourite director. See, I'm getting myself confused now. <laughs> so um, I'll start off with the two. Um, Watchmen and 300. Ah, um, okay. Zack yeah, Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, I adore the man. Actually, he, that... Yeah. Speaking of Snyder, yeah. Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Second ah, watching when Ultimate Edition came out. Second watch when Ultimate ah, Edition was is out. Is that a second watch or is that a new watch? Oh, now that, ah, now that is watching, the question. You're watching it with fresh eyes. Because you're, seeing, yeah. you're seeing new scenes that you've not seen before that change True. the way you watch the film. 
So I would argue that's, that's a, a new watch, not a second watch. Okay, in that case then, retract my previous <laughs> statement. <laughs> I, I have no hand in this conversation because I was introduced to the extended cut. Yeah. You told oh. me I mean, it's not the only to cut. watch. It's the only cut worth yeah. watching. I mean, so much so that HBO Max, when they had it on, literally only it, it's that the, version yeah, it's the way It's like, the official yeah. canon now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Um, but Sorry, no, no, it's like I mean, a similar story to what Andrew said earlier on with the whole Inception thing. Um, I went and saw Watchmen um, at about half ten, quarter to eleven at night. Yeah. Um, not really understanding what Watchmen was at the time. I went with a friend. Um, we were in, I think we were in sixth form at the time. And he went, oh, come on, let's go see this. And I went, yeah, all right. We got there and... I don't think we got out until about half one. Mm. Um, and I just, I was tired. I don't really understand what I just watched. And I just went, yeah, it's kind of shit. Um, I went back to it, funnily enough, very much with Zack Snyder, because he's keen on this, uh, with the Ultimate Edition or the Extended Cut, whichever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whichever one it is. Um, and, and watched it in my own time, at my own pace, and loved it. Loved it. And I actually mm. now consider it, you know, uh, one of my favourite if you can call it superhero films. Technically, they are. Kind of a superhero. They're vigilantes more so, but you know what I mean. For for those out there who are sat there going, the Watchmen aren't superheroes, I am aware of that. But what else are you (laughs) going to call the film? Um, On that note, 300. Now, I'm still not 100% on 300. I'm actually, um, they've just released the 4K uh, Stillbook edition of it, um, which I'm getting today, funnily enough. Nice and uh, and and I'm I was really keen to get it because I do very much like what it's about. Mm-hmm. I just I think the first time I watched it, I was like, it's a bunch of guys walking around <laughs> showing off their very impressive abs that I don't have. <laughs> Ab envy. Oh, yeah. Jared Butler, put it away. <laughs> yeah, and just, and this was at the time when Jared Butler was all rage. He was everywhere. Um, and I was just like, oh, and, was, and I was just like, but then I kind of like, I, I grew up a little bit and I kind of went, do you know what, fair play, they went through a proper strict regimen to get into that kind of shape. Um, and I started to appreciate Jack, Zach, Jack, Jack Snyder. <laughs> Jack Snyder. That's uh, uh, Jack uh, Snyder's French cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I started to appreciate his film style a bit more and actually, and, then, and I know he didn't do the sequel, but I did actually really enjoy the sequel as well and it made me want to go back and watch the first one more. Um, and I watched it and I thought, you know what, this was nowhere near as bad as what I remember mm. it being. Um, so I will give it another watch again very shortly in 4K and and, you know, go from there but yeah no um i think i think a lot of a lot of people in the world have an issue with the films that Zack snyder makes and i've gone to a point where i just don't understand why so now you've actually mentioned him and it has now triggered one in the back of my head that on second viewing I, it is indeed sucker punch yeah oh, really I've yeah, seen it. yeah. Sucker punch from the get-go. second oh, wow. time round yeah. second time round uh i did catch the slightly extended cut that adds uh, a few See, s- i've not seen the extended have you not no I'll I'll it i loved it i think so i love i love the original though yeah so, it, it is uh, uh it's fun it's really fun a very uh what's well, a very young um oscar isaac's in it oh wow yeah, he plays the he plays the, is he? he's the dude that owns the um well that owns, runs the club oh shit the, the, the one that basically like looks after them and i say that in, yeah, 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 in quotation yeah, yeah. marks um, yeah, Oscar Isaac's in it. Oh, so what I'm picking up here is whenever uh, Zack Snyder does a movie, get the extended, get the yeah, way into the extended. Say, I would yeah, have yeah, to yeah. agree with that. He's not. I don't believe he's done an extended cut of 300 or Man of Steel. I would love to see both Ooh. Man of Steel in particular. Um, <clears> but <throat> Batman versus Superman, um, Watchmen, 
Um, Sucker Sucker punch. Punch, yeah. And with the upcoming... Oh, oh, and Justice oh, League. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. The biggest. Ever. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, for, for the record, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, uh, I, two, my two back to back favorite superhero films, films um, just hands down. They, yeah. they, they, and again, I know a lot of people will disagree with this, but they blow anything Marvel has done out of the water. Um, yeah. I, I, I just think Batman, the ultimate edition of Batman vs Superman, is just everything a superhero film should be. Um, and and you know, I, I rate about it and I rave about it all the time. And mm. you know, and I know people probably get bored of hearing me say it, but <laughs> you know what? I really enjoy. I really enjoy the fact that it is just a cracking piece of film. And if Zack Zack Snyder, and Zack Snyder, if you ever hear this podcast, even though I've just completely cocked up your name, so I'm sorry. Um, but if you ever do hear this podcast, uh, this is my way of saying to you, I think you are the man. Um, so yeah, keep doing it. Um, really quickly, um, first example I could think of actually before any of that, of a film that I watched that I didn't like first time around was the Lego movie. I watched that again at home on the TV late at night and I went, what the fuck is this? Um, Rewatched it again about a year later, six months later and went, I love this. Uh, You know what? I think it was just an example of I was probably in a bad mood at the time or a good mood. Who knows? Mm, Um, Incorrect mood for the film. Maybe tired. Maybe. Yeah. Could have a number of things. But just, yeah, I, I think I missed a bit like the Simpsons movie when it first came out, mm. I missed the adult humour elements in it. Uh, and you kind of have to watch it with quite a sharp mind to pick yes. up the bits where you mm. go, ah, I see what they did yeah. there. Um, yeah, you see, I've done a lot of those where I've put on a movie and gone, actually, you know what? I'm not in the right frame of mind to watch this kind of movie. Yeah. But... I've stopped the movie. Yeah. And then you've gone, turned it off and yeah, not watched it. I've yeah, got yeah. 20 minutes in, five minutes in, not even that. And I've gone, no, actually, I don't want thriller. I want I want comedy now. Or no, I don't want comedy. I want soppy, soppy, lovey, dovey crap. So I've turned it off and I've gone to the type of movie that I needed at that moment in time. But then I've gone back to that movie when I was ready yeah. for. I mean, I've, I think I could probably say I've done countless films, but I couldn't think of a single one right now. Mm. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, I, usually, I usually make the mistake of committing to the whole film. And turning myself against the film. Oh wow! You know, I, I just have this rule that if a film, like most films, tend to grab me, there's that unwritten rule of watch a film, and if you don't like the first ten minutes, stop watching. Yeah, I do that every now and then. Don't get me wrong, but that's usually when it's late at night. I'm flicking through Sky or Netflix or whatever, and you see something, you are oh, give this a go, and you realise it's a bit too deep. Yeah. Or a bit too gritty for you to be watching when you're kind of getting ready to switch off for the night. Um, Many a film I've done that with, but I've just not gone back to them. Um, there are still <laughs> films that I've got sat that I need to go and watch that, mm. that, that I've just been sat with five, ten minutes of, of, of viewing time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, two, two others really quickly. Um, first one was the Kenneth Branagh um, remake of Murder on the Orient Express. Um, first time I watched it, I, I mean, I love the original uh, novel, Um Murder on the Orient Express, I just think is a genius uh, murder mystery. Um, and and I was so looking forward to to obviously seeing the film. I'm a big fan of Kenneth Branagh as a director, mm-hmm. as well as an actor. Um, and it had a cracking cast in it as well. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Judy Dench, uh, Willem Dafoe, Daisy Ridley, I think, was in there. Isn't Jude Law in that one as well? No, I don't think Jude Law's in I that think. one. No, I'm probably confusing him with someone else. Um, um, John Burr. 
John, John Aaron Burr. Aaron sorry, Burr. Aaron Burr. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Burr, yeah. sir. Um, is it Leslie Adun? Ah, uh, William Defoe's in it as well. Uh, yeah, yes. William Defoe. Um, it's just got it. Just yeah. yeah, it's got quite a few good names in it. Um, and and yeah, anyway. So oh, and of course Johnny Depp. Of course, <laughs> and Derek Jacobi. That that's um, who I'm thinking of. Is those yeah, two? When, yeah. I was, when I said Jude Law, got then. Josh Gad in it as well. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of Josh no, Gad. That's for when we talk about actors. That's um, when we talk yeah, about. Yeah, we will do an actors one. Um, but yeah, and and it was one of the ones that I just thought again. I had big expectations. Yeah. Um, I won't ruin obviously the ending for those of you that haven't seen it. But I, having read the novel and watched the the various different TV and film takes they've done on it, I thought, how can they make this fresh and different when it's quite. Have, have me when it when it's quite, quite known. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good Lord, Andrew Wilson did. Hey! Who the fuck's Andrew Wilson? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, so I was a little bit unimpressed, I guess. And then I went back and rewatched it one night and I just thought, you know what? I I, I get what he was trying to do. Um and, okay. and you know, and now I can be more excited about Death on the Nile coming out at the end of the year. It it's got good. a completely fresh cast, other than obviously Kenneth Branagh. It's got uh, Gal Gadot oh. in it, and um, Ooh, okay, okay, even, even um, Arnie Hammers in it, Dawn French, Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, um, that that I can't okay. wait for that. John John Snow's missus in the show and real life. I can't remember her name, but she played the Wildling. Uh, yeah, I know, I know who you she, mean. I can't well. remember her name either. Um, but yeah, anyway, looking forward to it. Anyway, finally on the list of rewatched films is. Um, and I'm really sorry for saying this out loud, but once upon a time in Hollywood, I was waiting for this. So went to see it. <laughs> I was out, waiting and for this. I came out from it thinking that was a waste of three hours of my life. I um, Tarantino, and I seconded that opinion when we came oh, in. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tarantino, he is the man. He is the best director. He is my idol and inspiration. But um, honestly, I came out. I don't know what was wrong with me that night. I just. Just, I think, I think because he himself had sold it as being his love letter to Hollywood. Yeah. I thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna love this. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be a real wonderful watch. And I just thought, what, what, what what's actually going on here? There's no story. It was a bit disconnected thought, from itself. Yeah, wasn't I thought it? Leo, Leo had a few really good scenes, you know, mm-hmm. that really stuck out. And obviously, Brad Pitt was good, and so was Margot Robbie and whatnot. But it was, a, it was more of a film where the actors' performances stood out more than the film itself and then I went back to it when it came out on Blu-ray or whatever and I watched it and I felt like I was watching a completely different film to this day I couldn't tell you why couldn't tell you what I felt like I just watched a completely different film interesting and I loved it and Mm -hmm. and would even put it in my top half of favourite Tarantino films now couldn't tell you why Damn. Couldn't tell you why. Okay. Um, right. I because I want to wrap things up, and I'm sorry we've been doing no, lots no, of talking, and good, I'm conscious of good. time. I would like to just tackle one film each mm. that we love that others don't. Okay. Um, or listing your films really quickly. So either or either. So you can list the films really quickly okay. uh, with a little bit of backstory. Okay. And move on, or you can just focus on one and talk about it a bit. More. <clears throat> I mean. The the one that I have written down is Batman versus Superman Ultimate oh, Edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll, go back, we'll go back to that so dead cycle enough, back away. That is also on my list. So, um, wow. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Well, there you go. That, that, that's, that's two birds. Away, that's so. our talking point done for yeah. that one. Then. I mean, I reckon we could probably do an entire podcast on that film because I there's enough people out there that will argue with about it. Yeah. But also, to be fair to it, there are a lot of people out there as well that really the, the do degree. love it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So. Again, I have no horse in this race. I watched the extended, and I was already loved it from 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 the beginning. Excellent. (laughs) um, My film that I love 
that people didn't mm-hmm. is Wild Wild West. Oh, a, it's I, got my boy. What? When you mentioned Hancock earlier on, I nearly said, what was your thoughts on Wild Wild West? Love I'm it. <laughs> I love it too. Love Again, it. But the thing for me that I loved about it was Kenneth Branagh. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he played yeah, yeah. Um, Loveless, didn't he? He, he does. Dude that, have you seen Wild Wild West? Nope. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just ruining the stream. No, the the, the, the stream? What am I on about? You're getting a list of films that you need to watch. This is true. Uh, so, yeah. Will Smith has gone on record to say that this was not his finest moment. Oh. And even he admits that he Oh, yeah, crap. no, he admits it. And a lot of people will say that they are not a fan of Legend of Bag of Ants, which is one of his movies where he plays some sort of, like, golfing god, essentially. It's quite an old one, it? it? is. Yeah. But actually, I love it. Um However, the one movie that always comes back around with, uh, oh, that wasn't his best hit. Oh, that was a flop. Oh, that was this. Oh, that was that. Da, 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 da. Critics and fans alike is Wild Wild West. Even the man himself has said it. But I love it. I watched this when I was a wee lad. <laughs> and I was besought by the whole thing because it's Will Smith. It's already got a like in my book. Will Smith is tagged up with a a, a friend, which was in this Kevin, Kevin Klein. Klein yeah. uh, so it's a duo against the world, like Men in Black, like Bad Boys, like any other film that Will Smith has done. He's always like <laughs> on that team of. And so I'm like, yep. Then you have Kenneth Branagh as the bad guy. He was Ooh. beautiful. He was awful. He was awful. Oh, really? Let me rephrase that. He was awfully brilliant. Yes. He okay. Was, he was awful. He was a cheesy slapstick villain. But you loved him. Okay, yeah. when did this come out? Uh, 1999, I believe this was. Ah, I think okay. this is the same time as, I'm going to go and double check it now, but the same time as when Will Smith dropped his uh, Willennium album. It was 99 the film came out. So, Ready for the, yeah. So, but it was, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was a great film. Yeah, no, no, no. I highly, highly recommend it. I... I love it. Sam Hayek was in it as well. Oh, she's, Ooh, she's okay. Beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> Sam Hayek. You know. that's, okay. that's that's selling the film now. Oh yeah, no, that's my movie. Also, I will say this: if you like steampunk, oh, I do like a bit of steampunk. You would like you would like elements of this movie. Excellent. There's a bit of yeah. steampunkiness right. in it. Um, nice. But that good is choice. that's Very my movie. Choice. Very yeah. good choice. Right, I'm going to list mine really quickly. Uh, Batman versus Superman for reasons we've already discussed. Yeah. Clash of the Titans, the remake. Yeah. Everyone in the world seemed to hate it. I loved it. I don't know. It was, I, I would it was agree. Mind, mindless action Excellent. film. Mindless yeah, action yeah. film. Um, and it was an opportunity to see Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes team up on screen again, um, which I, I think not enough people appreciated. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Anyone out there who's listening to this, I don't care what you think. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my favourite Spider-Man film. I don't know why. I just really like it. Okay. Um, it's got a girl in it. Yeah, your girl. That's it's not got really... my, it's yeah. got my <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, hang on. You've not even seen it. No, I know, but it's, it's got Emma Stone in it. Leave me alone, guys. Um, Leave me I, alone. I don't know. There's just something about it I really liked. It might, maybe it was just because Hans Zimmer did the music. I don't know. Uh, um, maybe. But it was. I just. I just really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was on par for me with Spider Man Two. Yeah. Um, See, I would probably put it just behind Spider Man Two. That's fair. Um, uh, next is uh, King Arthur, um, the Guy Ritchie one. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, most yeah. Most people yeah. I hear slag it off, so just say they thought it was crap. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Now that film does have Jude Law in it. Um, there you go. <laughs> and, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was a different take um, on it all. It was, it was just fun. 
Um, and then finally, uh, on a similar note, is the Robin Hood. Uh, most oh, Robin Hood oh yes. that's brilliant. Yeah, with the Taron Edgerton one. That's now, amazing. Taron Edgerton himself, a bit like the Will Smith one, uh, Wild Wild West, has turned around and said, yeah, it wasn't the film that I was promised. And it was blah, blah, blah. And a lot of fans and a lot of, you know, it didn't do very well at the box office. And a lot of people said it's crap. But from the second I watched it, I went, this is great. This is just fun. Yeah. Again, I keep using that word, but it was just fun. You know, and like as soon as as soon as I heard Tim mention it, I was like, well, I'm sold, aren't I? You know, but um, great film, great film. You know, Agreed. if you've not seen it and you're sat there going, oh, you know, honestly, give it a go. I think it's on Netflix. It is indeed, because I watched it on Netflix only on like Netflix. two weeks ago. Give it a go. It's a really, really good film. Um, and you know what? They managed to somehow make the Robin Hood tale at least slightly fresh. Um, and I thought, um, is it Jamie Dornan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I, yeah. Thought he, I thought he was really good in it. He was. Oh, yeah. he, he was actually. Yeah. He plays Will. Um, That's Will Scarlet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was yeah, really does. good in that. Yes. Really, he was yeah. very, very. But good. the whole cast. I think the whole cast just worked really well. Yeah. Um, definitely. Everyone played off each other really nice. You know that the um, Maid Marian is um, Bono's daughter. Oh no! Oh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, uh, yeah. I didn't wow. know that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Fox. Does an excellent job as well. Oh yeah, Jamie, Jamie Foxx is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jamie really good. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to ruin his character. But, but like, he's fantastic. There you go. Jamie Foxx is in two of my five films. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, so Jamie Foxx, if you're listening, hey, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> um, so speaking of Jamie Foxx, I saw a trailer last night for a new Pixar film that isn't called Soul. Um, okay. Coming out on Christmas Day on Disney Plus. Um, plugging Disney Plus films now. They're not. Uh. They're not paying me. I swear. <laughs> they're not paying me. This this podcast is not sponsored by Disney. Um, I wish it was though. Um, At this point, it's sponsored by alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry that we kind of wrapped it up a bit quicker. To, but you know, I, I realise how much we've been talking. Um, How long are we at so far? I then can't tell actually. Oh. Uh, it's got to be like a, it's got to be at least an hour. an hour or so. Yeah, wow. but um, ah, it's fine. It's been fun. We hope you've yeah, enjoyed this. Um, yeah, so we will be back um, th this time next week with a new subject that I haven't decided yet. Um, and um, maybe Andrew and Martin will be joining me again. We will see. We'll do, we'll, I suppose it depends on where we are at that time. But I will also be endeavouring to get. Um, a, a, a new special guest next week as well. Yes. Um, I have an idea of who that person is. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> so, um, but I will, I will, I will be asking her shortly. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to be tackling lots of uh, lots of new new themes and and franchises and God knows what. So yeah, stay tuned. We hope you enjoyed listening to this one. I'd like to thank Martin and Andrew for joining me. Thank you. On the us. very first episode. I mean, thanks for having us. No, anytime. It's been thank great. You for contributions. I've, I've got an idea for a future one and that yeah. is uh, soundtracks. I've oh, got, yes. obviously. I've got... Soundtracks is a no-brainer. Yeah. A list of movies for you to see as well. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, it's been resourceful for all. It so. really yes. has, yeah. But yeah, no, so thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Please follow us on Instagram um, and Please leave any comments on what you thought of the podcast. We, you know, want to hear your thoughts and feedback and blah, 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 and whatever. Any um, ways to improve the show, really? Exactly. exactly. Even though it can't be, yeah, it has to be perfect. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, guys. <laughs> That's beautiful. To, 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 to channel our Donald Trump. Oh, anyway, no, thank not. you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we will, we will speak to you all soon. Take care. And Bye. Safe.